Welcome to Reimagining the Internet from the Initiative for Digital Public Infrastructure at the University of Massachusetts at Amherst. We're talking to researchers, techies, activists, academics, and journalists about what's wrong with the internet and how to fix it. I'm your host, Ethan Zuckerman. We are starting off today uh, with two friends who have a great deal of perspective on how local communities actually work, how they function, what they do well, and, and what they don't do as well. Also in our conversation, actually leading off today, uh, is going to be my neighbor, Michael Wood Lewis. Uh, in fact, neighbors are uh, something that Michael thinks a lot about. Um, his bio tells us that he's been pulling neighbors together in his community since he uh, spent his childhood in Indiana organizing local baseball games. Um, but he's really known for Front Porch Forum, which he and his wife Valerie founded in Burlington, Vermont. It's a network of small online local forums. Um, and it's incredibly hard to sort of like overstate how pervasive it is within the state of Vermont. Um, for every thousand households in the state, Front Porch Forum has 750 members. Um, he's been a community leader for a long time, um, working on a trade association and doing the utilities before that, working with municipal leaders in development, uh, developing environmental technologies. He's got a background uh, in recycling and, and uh, thinking about the environment. Uh, but he's really become, uh, for me, one of the wisest and most thoughtful people uh, about local communities online. So um, you heard me on Monday uh, celebrating the wonders of small and that small can be beautiful. Uh, let's get small, let's get local, and uh, let's start out with uh, Michael Wood-Lewis. Michael, thanks for being with us. The floor is yours. Thank you very much, Ethan. Can you hear me okay? Excellent. Um, yeah, well, well, uh, I, it's a real pleasure being here and sharing the stage with Ethan and with Sarah. Um, I'm looking forward to learning more. Um, I've really enjoyed uh, the earlier sessions of this conference. Um, so again, my name is Michael Wood Lewis. I'm co-founder of Front Porch Forum uh, with my wife, Valerie. Uh, and I wanted to share just a little bit of introduction about what that is and how it works and then get into more of the topic of the day. So um, we started Front Porch Forum, a precursor back in 2000. So we have been doing this for more than 20 years, uh, which is shocking for me to say, uh, surprising, I should say. And the general concept is Front Porch Forum is a family owned small business in Vermont. And we are mission driven. In fact, uh, FPF is a public benefit corporation, which puts our uh, social mission on equal footing with our financial goals. And our mission is to help neighbors connect and build community. It's really all about uh, fostering more resilient uh, towns, neighborhoods, small communities all across our state. So the way we work on that is by hosting, as Ethan said, local online forums uh, where neighbors, clearly identified neighbors, can communicate. And it's a very particular model that we've evolved over the years on our own platform, custom-built uh, software. And I start off talking about mission, and uh, I can talk more about kind of the values of, of what's driving all this. 
Um, and I know that could seem a lot like lip service, um, but from a, you know, my background is in engineering, and you know, if you're designing something, those founding principles are really uh, crucial. They're at the core of everything. And so, if your if your founding principles are to scale as rapidly as possible, or to um, produce a 10x return for your investors, um, you know, those are very different founding principles. So um, a little bit about Front Porch Forum. Uh, we uh, host this network uh, across the state. It's in Vermont, of course, if you don't know, is tiny and largely rural. Um, but we do have, uh, you know, one small city in Burlington. And we do have, you know, uh, challenges that, that you see everywhere. Uh, the opioid epidemic has been uh, severe in our state. Uh, the economy has had its struggles. Um, you know, we've we've been visited with natural disasters. Uh, so, you know, there's, uh, um, you know, the challenges of racial justice uh, are here present in Vermont as they are elsewhere, et cetera. Of course, the pandemic hit, hit us as it did everyone. Um, and so on with, with our forum, every community has their own local forum. So about 200 of them uh, that we host across the state. And each one covers approximately 1,000 households. Um, as Ethan mentioned, out of those 1,000 households, we have 750 members on average um, in each of those forums. So it is an incredible level of traction. And I'm bragging a little bit, but mostly I'm stating it to make a point that um, it's really incredible when you get a majority of a local community in a moderated um, online space um, and they stick around for years. And like I said, we've been doing this for two decades. So people tend to join Front Porch Forum and, and stick around. Um, and that's because that's one of our goals. Um, and so there are many different uh, design criteria that, that go into things like that. For example, one of our goals is to retain people's attention for five or 10 minutes a day and then have that lead to more in-person interaction among neighbors in the real world. So we don't measure things. Uh, we, we don't strive to maximize. Uh, we, we don't find, define engagement as hours spent on our platform. You know, we, we don't want people sticking around on our platform. Again, we want five or 10 minutes a day of their attention, and they'll see postings from neighbors about local issues. And the vast majority of postings are not uh, political in nature. They're not um, snarky uh, and sarcastic like you can get into in a lot of online spaces. They're generally neighbors expressing a need, uh, asking for advice uh, about a plumber, needing to borrow a ladder, needing help looking for their lost dog, that kind of thing. And then it's people responding and, and pitching in uh, to be helpful. Um, a lot of uh, the response on Front Porch Forum happens directly uh, from, you know, uh, via email off our platform or via going next door and, you know, knocking on the next apartment's uh, uh, front door or the next house down the rural road, whatever, and saying, hey, I heard you need a hand, you know, moving that heavy bookcase. Uh, I'm here with my teenager. You know, let's get it done. 
Um, so uh, the way I, I tend to think of Front Porch Forum with all of these local postings day in and day out, month in and month out over the years, is each one of those uh, little uh, uh, postings is, is kind of a strand in a web of connectedness in a community. Um, it's really all about increasing social capital among neighbors. It's not, you know, clearly it's not a dating app. It's not, we're not trying to um, make people best friends with their next door neighbors. But the idea is if you live in a community um, in, you know, 2021 in, in uh, the United States, chances are for a lot of people, they don't know their neighbors. They don't know what's going on around them. And their attention is, uh, you know, uh, uh, captured by big tech social media and by traditional mainstream media. And that attention doesn't go to local, right? It goes out. It goes out to your network of old friends who might be spread around. It goes out to, um, um, you know, CNN or Fox News or MSNBC or whatever about what catastrophe is happening where in the world. Um, it goes out to social media where you're trapped in an echo chamber. And oftentimes those things lead people to be afraid. You know, it, it, they're, they're, they're designed to, to stoke fear. And, um, and, you know, the world is a scary, dangerous place uh, full of people I don't know or understand. Front Porch Forum is very much the opposite. It tries to shed a light on the things we have in common with the people around us. So we might have different political bumper stickers on our car, but we'd both like to see the park cleaned up at the end of the street. So who's with me in doing a, a cleanup uh, this Saturday morning uh, at 9 a.m.? I'll bring trash bags. Uh, I suggest, you know, recommend you wear gloves. Uh, we saw some uh, you know, discarded needles and the bushes. We got to pick those up for any kids gets hold of them. So, you know, those kind of activities again and again um, is, are what we see on Front Porch Forum. And, you know, it that increases social capital again among neighbors and leads people to feeling like not I'm afraid of my neighbors who I don't know or of difference, but more like, yeah, I don't agree with John across the street on all things, but he's a good guy. And he helped me last, uh, you know, last year when my mom had a fall and, and broke her hip. And, you know, he showed up uh, three days in a row to help us in, in a critical way. So that's what, uh, in fact, I get a little choked up just thinking about um, the, the huge number of wonderful stories uh, that we, uh, folks who work here, get to witness every day. So a little more about how the model works. Every posting on Front Porch Forum is moderated by our staff. And we have, a, our staff has grown to about two dozen people. About half of us are online community managers um, and uh, reviewing the postings before publication and uh, responding to member support uh, inquiries. Um, the, uh, also, the, the content comes out um, on average once a day. So, this is not your Facebook feed 
um, where it's coming out in real time continuously, where it might, you know, if enough people complain about it, it might be moderated after the fact. Um, this is you submit your material, it gets in our queue, it gets a brief review by our staff, and 99% of content sails straight through. But that 1% uh, that, that gets flagged for an internal conversation makes a big difference um, in, in just checking in on, on those things. We have um, publicly available uh, terms of use on our website, frontporchforum.com, that explain you know, what's, what's allowed and not allowed. And basically, we started with the premise that any content's allowed, uh, and then we slowly started learning what we needed to exclude. So no personal attacks. Uh, we say, you know, address the issue, not, not the neighbor. Um, so if it's, uh, if John, that neighbor has a dog and I've got a problem with the dog, I don't post, we, we don't like to see postings about, you know, John's a real jerk because his dog, you know, did whatever. Instead, we encourage the people to post about, um, you know, dogs in general, like there's a problem in our neighborhood with this loose dog and, you know, what should we do about it? Um, but that requires active management, active engagement. Um, we also don't permit uh, postings about things that are illegal. Um, you know, our, our laws about um, uh, uh, cannabis have changed in Vermont. And so our rules have changed about, you know, what's permissible to post. Um, so, uh, but it's, um, for folks who aren't on front porch forum and only have a point of reference of other big tech social media, like Facebook or next door, it's, it's quite different. It's more like a daily neighborhood, small town newsletter that lands on your virtual front porch once a day. And there's content there from your neighbors and from, uh, your elected officials, from the small businesses in the, in the community from the nonprofits, and it might be five, 10, 20 postings, and you skim through them, you read a couple, you respond to one or two, and you move on. And if you're inspired to that, you know, to respond to somebody, you might do it directly, you might do it in person, um, or you might post. But again, it's not a continuous scroll, it's not, you know, endless threads of, of, of people fighting with each other. Um, so I mentioned our mission. Our mission is all about, um, oh, and I should, I forgot all about my pretty slides here. Um, so I've been talking mostly about community building. Um, we also focus, you know, a, a critical part of resilient local communities are the people, the local institutions, the local government, the local business sector. So um, we, uh, I'm going to skip ahead here, local economy. So um, we've had uh, 10, in our very small state, 10,000 small businesses and nonprofits sign up to participate on Front Porch Forum. And it's crucial. Uh, it's, it's really an important part of what we do. They post and they find customers. They post and they find um, employees. They post to find suppliers. Um, and people post all the time looking for those small businesses, whether it's a plumber recommendation or what's, you know, what, what's people's neighbor's favorite uh, pizza shop or during the pandemic, you know, who's open, who's doing delivery. Um, 
So the uh, uh, it's a it's a big uh, stimulus to buying local and uh, to small local businesses. On a similar front, um, the local nonprofit sector sees a tremendous value and they participate, uh, thousands of them participate. I think Vermont has the most registered nonprofits uh, per capita of any state in the union, uh, forever that's worth. Um, and so we see a lot of them participating um, on Front Porch Forum and they bring a lot of crucial services uh, across our state. So um, both uh, businesses and nonprofits, in addition to participating on the forums, we've created an online directory. And so people all across Vermont come to that directory um, to uh, you know, find resources. Um, and uh, you know, that, that's been an important part as well. I'll, I'll step over to uh, local democracy. Uh, again, thousands of local elected officials in um, Vermont, uh, we have, instead of city councils, we have select boards uh, for our towns and the bigger cities have city councils. So all those select board members and city councilors, school board members, I shouldn't say all, most, a majority of them uh, actively participate on their local forums. Um, but then also other uh, you know, uh, municipal agencies, um, things like regional planning commissions, um, superintendents of uh, school districts, et cetera, participate uh, because it's a very effective way of both reaching out with information to the community, but then also listening in and seeing what's going on. And uh, I hear all the time from leaders and, and communication folks that um, the listening in is just as important as having a, one more distribution network uh, for getting information out. So people are often curious about our business model. I'll, I'll just say that we are, as, as I said, a public benefit corporation uh, like a B Corp. And um, our social mission is front and center. But that does mean we're a non, we are a for-profit. Um, and uh, although people often mistake us uh, thinking we're a, a nonprofit. So our um, business model is primarily uh, centered around advertising sales to those local businesses and nonprofits, uh, political campaigns, et cetera. But this is not surveillance-based capitalism. We have a very simple text-only advertising product that um, is distributed by geography and date. So, so that's it. Uh, we don't surveil our members. And, and then use that information to, um, to try to hyper-target ads to, you know, left-handed canoeists, uh, you know, who like to click on a certain kind of website. You know, we don't do that. We, we just sell ads based on geography and, and, and the calendar. Um, our ads, I will say, have become super effective um, because of how they're really part of the whole package. So you're reading you know, content from your neighbors, from your school board member, uh, from the nonprofit that's doing a fundraiser, et cetera. And mixed right in there are ads from your you know, local retail businesses, um, a local manufacturer who's hiring, et cetera. It's all part of the daily flow. And we find people tend to talk about the postings and the ads um, in nearly equal measure. It's all 
you know, it's all your what lands on that virtual front porch once a day. Um, so, you know, when we talk about reimagining the internet, um, you know, we started long enough ago that, uh, you know, we, we were imagining, we weren't reimagining, we were imagining the internet to be a, a place of, you know, a thousand different experimental projects in connecting at a local level. And there were many, but most of them have, have gone by the wayside. We've persisted for a variety of, of reasons and some, some good luck, um, some support from critical people at critical times. But um, what's really hard to hear is when I'm approached frequently from folks who say, wow, Front Porch Forum, people who you know, live in Vermont, they'll say, it's incredible. It really works really well for me. Uh, I, just, I feel good when I use it. It meets my needs. Um, it's helping my community. You should scale it up everywhere. Um, that won't work. Um, and, and that's not because we're not smart enough or we, it's broken or something. And I, I'm sure I'm not smart enough, I'll say that, but that's not the main reason. The main reason is because it's not designed to be scalable. It's designed to serve the place where we live. And uh, the very nature of trying to design something that will scale up to national or global size uh, is at the root of so much that's wrong with big tech. Um, you know, I, I early on we we had, you know, front porch form in a lot of ways is a, a tiny, tiny microcosm of much of the rest of what goes on in the internet. Um, you know, we we were helping people uh, connect for rides to the airport way before uh, Uber came along. And we were having neighbors uh, let out their houses while they were away on vacation so someone could stay there, you know, a neighbor's in-laws visiting could stay there long before Airbnb uh, came on the scene. Um, all that stuff continues to happen. And, and, and we were, you know, having people buying and selling and giving away things. Well, Craigslist does predate us, but, you know, uh, in, in the way that Craigslist does. So, so, and people are doing social networking type things uh, Facebook and, and Twitter and whatnot, um, you know, on Front Porch Forum for, for a long time before those things uh, showed up. So we've seen a tiny microcosm of, of so much of what goes on on the internet. And most of what we've seen has been really good and positive in the place where we live. I mean, my wife and I were raising our families here, all my employees, colleagues, are, you know, live here, it's our home. Um, but we've also seen Front Porch Forum do damage, um, and we take that very seriously. I mean, these, again, these are, it's real. And so um, when someone reports that they feel humiliated, when they feel like they can't show up to a school board meeting because of what happened on Front Porch Forum or whatever, or they feel like maybe they need to move out of their community now because of something that was said, these kind of things happened on our platform in our early years, and we learned hard lessons and we upped our moderation, we, we evolved our policies, 
And we continue to, to this day to do that. It, it's, um, it's not easy. And, and uh, we don't have a perfect record, but we are, we are absolutely engaged and, and working hard to make it right um, every step of the way. Which brings me to 2020. Um, 2020, of course, uh, will go down in history as a, you know, an incredibly difficult year on many fronts. And uh, I mentioned, you know, Front Porch Forms a microcosm of the whole internet. Vermont, Vermont's a microcosm of our whole country in a way. Um, what the rest of the, what was happening elsewhere was definitely happening in Vermont, be it the pandemic, uh, be it economic struggles, be it racial justice struggles, um, uh, uh, all the things around the election and conspiracy theories and, um, yeah, uh, you know, on and on, uh, divisive, uh, divisiveness uh, among neighbors. And our moderation policies, our feature set, uh, it was all put to the test and challenged. And we did our best to stick to, you know, you know what had worked previously. And then we realized areas that we needed to change and, and improve on. Our whole staff went through um, racial justice training. We evolved our policies along those lines. Um, uh, same with the pandemic, uh, same with the election. And what we, what we came away with when this is an oversimplification, but we, we uh, realized that we couldn't allow content that, um, that uh, was to the detriment of public health or that was racist in any, any way or that um, uh, was detrimental to democracy. So I'll leave it more for the Q&A, but uh, yeah, Ethan, give me a long tether and I'll take all of it. So thank you for the opportunity to share. Reimagining the Internet is hosted by me, Ethan Zuckerman, and produced by Mike Sugarman, who also composed this music. Follow us at publicinfrastructure.org to learn more about what we're up to at the Initiative for Digital Public Infrastructure, and please subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it.